Before we get into small doses this week, want to remind you that if you are interested in working with Smart Bunny and Black Productions, then you should join our residency program. Our fourth year and counting, it goes down this year, where we invite folks to be a part of our residency program in four different disciplines, graphic arts, editing, digital marketing, and comedy writing. What you do is you get to sign up and go through an interview process. And if selected, you get to be a part of our eight-week residency program where you work with folks in the Smart Funny and Black Productions camp. You network with other residents. You get to take master classes. You build up a portfolio. And you get the opportunity to perhaps get a job at Smart Funny and Black Productions. And we suggest that this is for folks that not only are in a career path, but also that may have a passion for these disciplines. So there is no college requirement. There is no age requirement. There's just a you requirement. Hit up AmandaSeals.com and apply today. The deadline is March 31st. Also, want to make sure that you guys join us every Thursday for the video premiere of Small Doses Podcast on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. You got to understand, yes, the audio is its own sonic experience thanks to our incredible engineer, Brendan, but our video is also a whole other experience. So we suggest you watch it and listen to it. Make sure you go to Amanda Seals TV on YouTube. We premiere new episodes every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm in the chat chatting with you. And of course, it is up otherwise. And you can also get exclusive content from Small Doses and other exclusive content at our Patreon, theamandaverse.com. You get ad-free episodes as well as bonus content that is not in the videos, okay? So, that's what you got to do. Go to amandaseals.com and get your residency application. Watch Small Doses and listen to it wherever you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. And go to theamandaverse.com to get your exclusive stuff. All right, now we can get in the episode. So funky. <laughs> All right, folks. Katie, you make me nervous. How? I think because you're an icon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. That made me feel like you make me feel great. like I need to impress you, and I don't really be feeling like that about nobody. You are kidding me. I'm dead ass serious. Uh, I like I cleaned shocked. for you. What? Yes, I tidied up for you. We think Girl. you think we have a vegetable plate for anybody? That's for candy for us. <laughs> My man was like, "You need me get any fruit? You need me get any vegetables? What do you need to do?" I was like, "I mean, it's candy. It's candy. We have to. We have to. We we have to have our act together." He was late. I was like, "Candy's coming. Candy's coming, Jeremiah. You're not here, and candy's gonna." This yeah, this is really cool. So I love it. Appreciate you coming to my. Abode. Although they didn't offer me any water or anything, <laughs> it's here already. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I just told you I'm nervous. You're gonna like yeah, get you in your neck. I was just messing um, with you. Well, we are very happy to have you. Thank and you. Here at Small Doses, I was really surprised. How many of like your fans were my fans when I did speak on it? Like oh, wow. when I, yeah, like when I went in the chat, like mm-hmm. I was really surprised about how many people were like, my worlds are converging, my yes. two faves. And so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think it's kind of cool because we both kind of like say how we feel and we don't really care what other people think about it. This is facts. I mean, mm-hmm. I care about how some people feel. It depends on the day. You do? Some why? days. You say why? Yeah, why? <sighs> Candy, 
this is what I do on the podcast. I flip it on people. Jenny flips it on me oh, already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny flips on me. Why? Why do I care about what some people feel? Um, I think because I'm a sensitive cancer. Oh. I'm just like hypersensitive. So Got some it. days it's like, eh, and then other days I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah, well, I'm the Taurus. Oh, yeah. Taurus, so you Taurus cancer combo. We are a click. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 My um, my Biggest thing, though, I feel like is that you are somebody who I think a lot of people you like you've entered their lives in different ways. Right. So like you were for some people, you enter their lives with Real Housewives. Some people you enter their lives when you enter their vagina with one of your candy products. Uh (laughs) Bedroom (laughs) candy. Yes. Bedroom candy. But I think for a lot of us, you entered our lives with escape. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we get to talk enough about. Just like the actual experience of being in a girl group. Like, I was really trying to think, like, what can I talk to Candy about that she hasn't already talked about? Like, I'm not okay. interested in talking to you about Real Housewives. Okay. Um, I'm just, this is fine. <laughs> I'm quite all right with it. I'm just like, eh. And then I was like, okay, we can talk to you about business. But then that feels like a different podcast than Small Doses. Small Doses, we really like to get to the heart of things. Mm-hmm. We like to get to the root. And... When we did speak on it, mm-hmm. there was one thing you said that stayed right here, right here. And you were like, oh, man, yeah. we doing this show with SWV and Escape, and we ain't had one conversation that didn't turn into an argument. Oh, right. And it ended that way. We still, we never had one conversation through the entire filming. And I'm not talking about us and SWV together. I'm talking about just Escape by ourselves. We did not have one conversation throughout the filming that did not eventually turn into an argument. So I want to run it back. This here is side effects of a girl group dynamic. And I don't want to just talk about like you in Escape because Mm -hmm. you have been so prolific with your work that you've worked with other incredibly massive girl groups. Right. Destiny Child, Mm -hmm. CLC. Am I missing any? Um, I mean, those is no, I, I mean, I, I mean, worked with Black. Um, you know, yeah, I did yeah. the whole Boom, the 808 remix. I did the boom, Going like Back to Cali. Well, I did the remix version that was on Going Back to Cali. The one that... Okay, um, yes, correct. Yes. They didn't have a dance for that one. No. Okay. Well, I don't know, did they? I'm not sure. <laughs> but I work with a lot of groups, yeah. And so, let's just start here. What makes a girl group work? Oof. I always I tried one time to figure out what makes a girl group not work. I I really hmm. put my thought into that one time because I was like, should I write a book about this? Because it seems oh. like every female group throughout history has broken up. I'm not saying that they had to stay, you know, some they reunite, but pretty much every girl group has to take a break. I don't know. I'm 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 thinking back to like the Supremes. Go-Go's. Yeah. uh, You know. Wait, the go Okay, Wait, because I'm not. Even even the the white girls? girls? Yes, I'm saying all girl groups break up. So I was really like, I had did like, I probably should still do that. Like, just like study it and figure out why. I've even tried to put like right now I'm in the process. I'm about to work with another girl group that I'm developing with. Shout out to Brendan and Natasha, but I'm developing a young girl group now. And I was like, maybe I should follow this process to see like at what point does it go wrong? Case study. (laughs) Case study. Because I've worked with two girl groups prior that I was developing and getting them where they needed to be. They all broke up. 
But what was the thing? Like, I mean, when you think back, I, I mean, I think there are well, so well, before many we even get things. to that, like, what made you feel like this group should even come together in the first place? Was it just vocals? Like, did they have a look? Well, like, um, what the ones that I'm working with now, the girls that I'm, I'm about to well, work with. Well, the two with that broke up. Like, what was it that made you say, like, okay, this should even be a girl? Group? Um, well, I love the fact, similar to you know the group, my group, is that all the girls could sing lead like they all individually could sing okay and then harmonies and stuff are strong and you know and i just feel like you like even now like i feel like it's a need for it it's there are no girl groups out right now period not from america there are some overseas but there are no girl groups in the u.s right now. i'm mad that the first one that came to mind was danity kane and that's and they broke up they did break up (laughs) Netflix call me. I'm, I need to do a special <laughs> why girl groups can't stay together. But no, for whatever reason, I mean, whether it's ego, whether it's some, and a lot of groups have some of the same experiences, you know, um, that they blame things on, whether it's guys, you know, you know, different girls in groups sometimes end up dating the same guy, whether it's... Oh, dating the same guy. You know, I'm saying in certain groups you can pull that out. It's 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 happened in different groups. Really? Um, it's it happened That's where so close. no, but it happens. Then there are girl groups where it's like I said, the ego situation where it's always going to be one that feel like they need to be solo. Like always, <laughs> it's always going to be one. And then, um, but I feel like rarely is that one really cut out for solo. Like, I feel like there are situations. But what makes a person cut out for solo? It's one thing to carry a load as one person versus as four. Carrying a load means, like, not just, like, being out in mm. the front singing songs, but carrying the load of, like, press, mm-hmm. right? Carrying the load of, like, the negative. Yeah. It's one thing to, like, have all of it coming on you and have it coming on your group. And y'all can, right. in my mind, y'all, like, Well, you never know arms. that until you split from your group. You get what I'm saying? Now, contrary to what people believe, I didn't want to go solo, okay? When I was in my group, I was not the one who went to leave first. So you heard it here. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> because our group was falling apart, then it ended up that I also had solo deal, but one of my other group members was the one that was going solo. What so was the reason why you, was, you didn't want Because she was giving me that look, and I was thinking, I wanted you to know that it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I can tell by your personality it wasn't you. Because you're a very pragmatic person. I feel like you're a pragmatist. Like, that's people who, who run businesses are pragmatists. Like it's best okay. idea wins. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you're going to put a group together, then it's mm-hmm. like, well, why would we break this up? Like, yeah. no, this, this is how I visioned it. I was very dependent on my group, you know, when I was younger and in what way? And meaning like, I thought the world revolved, revolved around us being a group. I didn't really see myself outside of the group until I had to. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But honestly, hindsight being what it is, I'm so glad that she did decide that she wanted to go solo and that it did result in what it resulted in because it would have been a lot longer before I probably would have ever like branched out and started doing other things. And it really kicked me into hustle mode, you know, meaning trying to write, you know, songs uh-huh. with different producers and doing yeah. all those things. Because it was like she a safe really space. Helped me. <laughs> Does she know that? I don't know. I know they asked us about that in some of our interviews on the show. So I don't know what's going to end up being on the show. Mm-hmm. But um, I know that they said that me and Tiny both answered it both the same way. Like, actually, she did us a favor. At the time, though, we didn't realize it was a favor. We didn't realize it was a good thing. What did it feel like at the time? At the time, I felt like our world was ending. My world was ending. And I felt like she really was... um. 
like betrayal. like fucking our bag up. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I curse? On you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I felt like she was fucking our bag up at the time. I was very upset about it. I mean, at the time when it was actually happening, I had just bought my first house. And you know, when we say bought, we don't mean we paid it off cash. We mean we put money down and we got payments. Yeah. Which means that we we still we need that keep... money to keep going. Yeah. So um, we were like about to negotiate for the third album. And I'm thinking I'm about to get this big check. And yeah, it, 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 it just cut. Yeah, it, it changed a Did lot Did y'all of see it coming? Not at that time. I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't think that people would want to go solo eventually. But, okay, so, like, during... We were, like, touring on the second album or whatever, after our second album. And while we were on the tour, different people were saying, dropping, like, oh, she's about to go solo. Oh, she's about to go solo. Like, from other artists. There, people was telling us. like, So we had, like, a group meeting. And I'm like, yo, are you going solo? And she's like... Well, no, but when I do decide, I'm going to let y'all know. And that was when I was like, what is what is this? But the whole, it was a lot of things happening at that time. It was a lot of tension starting to build around that time. You get what I'm saying? So it was a lot of things, but I guess that's when it really started getting real. But see, we were told like, oh, you know, your first two albums went platinum, your third album's about, I mean, y'all need to get some big money for this album. So yeah. we all like, oh, we about to negotiate this big money. Like, I didn't think it was happening at that point, no. What do you think made the tension, because you said there was a lot of different tension happening. Like, what do you feel like? We going that far back? Because there's still tension as adulthoods, but go ahead. <laughs> Well, because I'm really trying to get to the case study of like, where does the turning point happen? Oh, well, it was so many things that happened that led up to that point. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you think that um, she entered the group with the mindset of like, eventually I'm gonna go solo? I, I, I wouldn't say that. I think that, um, oh my gosh. Because I feel like it's fair to say that Destiny Child she, I don't was wanna, created. Like, I'll put a name on it. it, it Tasha. Tasha. Okay. But at the time... I can't really say because, see, she was the oldest in the group. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, our group is based. We have two sisters in our group Mm -hmm. and we have that's Tamika and Tasha. Mm -hmm. And then we have me and then you have Tiny. Mm -hmm. So we had so many different dynamics because like in our group, we do a majority rules vote type of thing. So it's like the two sisters were sticking together on everything. (laughs) And then they all they had to do was get Tiny and it's like three against one. And so I always used to feel... Like, they were against me all the time. And that was when we were, like, young, you know, like, in first album. Right, you right, right. So, you know, we always had something that was, like, yeah. a drama. I don't really know what clicked for her, but I did feel like outside influences have a lot to do with things as well. And I definitely say that, and I've seen that happen in lots of other groups, too, where it may be... We're going to say significant others come in and they start dropping things in your head, Mm. you know, making you feel like, well, I don't need them or, Mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, just kind of like separating themselves from the group, the rest of the group, you know, doing antagonizing. Yeah. Yeah, It was just like a lot of little things started happening. A good thing. I feel like, you know, as you grow, you change. But, you know, obviously people... 
when we first came out, you know, we were not necessarily supposed to be the cutest or the fine girls or whatever. We were supposed to be like the girls around the way. But at the time, she also was dealing with weight issues or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she really started getting into her, you know, self and losing weight, which was a good thing. But then it was like more of an ego came with it, too. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. It started being like... I'm cute. Yeah, I want a separate dressing <laughs> room. I'm not doing this with y'all no more. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like all kind of stuff started happening. It would be too much for me to try to dissect the entirety of our childhood. Like that's well, I think for a, a lot of TV folks, series. like we don't even think about it as like your childhood, but it really was your childhood. Yes. And that's what I try to get people to understand sometime. Like when we first got together. Mm-hmm. I was 14 years old. Like, we met in high school. You know what I mean? I was right. a freshman. And um, when we got our record deal, I was in the 11th grade. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And then when we dropped our first single, it was the summer before my senior year. So I came into time. my senior year with a hit song on the radio with my group members. Tamika and Tasha had graduated from the school. So it was like, you know, everybody already kind of yeah. knew us. I'm still there, you know? Damn, and I didn't realize you were still in school. I was still in school. And so, like, when we would go do shows and um, when we would come home, I still had to go to regular <laughs> school. <laughs> like, I had to do work on the road, turn it in. Yeah. The day of my graduation, they were pissed at me because I went home for my graduation when we had a show that day. And I almost made us miss the show because the flight didn't come in on time and they were pissed. I'm graduating. Yeah, I was like, I don't care what y'all say. Fuck y'all. I'm going to this graduation. Who can I run to? I work running across the stage. I'm going to my graduation. Yes. But yeah, it was a thing. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I marvel because I'm so used to being in like solo situations that I really like when mm-hmm. I was on the real, it was like I was in a girl group and it, it was, is like being in a girl group. Like, <laughs> yeah, And it was that. like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like you have was, to care about other people's feelings. You have to care about what other people, you know, think and what they're going through. You know, it's, it's not management. And <laughs> when you have a group that cannot get on the same page about like who's managing you, who's working. It's like, Mm. that is a battle in itself. Like those are the things that we go through as as adults because we're all for, you know, business women or whatever. Of course. We all want, we feel like we know what we need to do for ourselves or whatever. But we, then we may not agree about the manager or the business manager. And like, for me, I've been feeling like, Lord, I'm going to let them tell me what to do. Because it's like, if I get outvoted and I got to go along with what I feel like, it's like, this is some bullshit. Like, they don't know what the fuck they I was going to say, like, so in the group, <laughs> isn't it clear, though, that like, okay, this person knows more about this. This person knows more about that. No, because it's more they, seniority. I feel like as far as like with my group, they never 
gave a damn about the songs that I've written for other people. <laughs> and like, I've heard them say before, like, we write too. You didn't write Scrubs, though. Well, me and Tiny did. We collaborated okay, together. Okay. okay. On Scrubs. <laughs> no, I never know. Like, but we I collaborated. You, like, I do feel like, you know, I'm not taking anything away from anybody else's songwriters, but they definitely be like, girl, we all write. So. I've been to the studio. The plaques, y'all. <laughs> they don't care nothing about that. <laughs> ra, 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 they ra. don't care. They don't care about that. So, and I'm very much clear on where it's still a group. Like, my vote does not outweigh anybody else's vote. But it can be frustrating sometimes if if I don't necessarily agree with the decisions that they want to make. You get what I'm saying? And, th- and this is me as an adult, you know? And as as a as a youngster, yeah. the same way, because I've always been very strong in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that's why um, probably me and Tasha used to bump heads the most when we were younger. Now, at this current time, the sisters are, like, really not getting along whatsoever. But you'll see that on the TV show. On the TV. <laughs> on the TV show, honey. They ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, they can't blame me this time. But I've always stood on my opinion. I don't bite my tongue. And, yeah, that doesn't always work for everybody. I wonder this, like, at what point do you, like, decide, okay, if I keep having my feelings involved in this, we're not going to make no money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you do have to try to put your feelings to the side sometimes um, because obviously at the end of the day, it should always be about the group, right? And I feel like maybe that's why it's harder for women to keep it going as a group because, you know, we do get in our feelings. Mm -hmm. Men get in their feelings. They just activate it different. A lot of these niggas is in jail because they in their feelings. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I I agree (laughs) with that. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Why his security looked up at me? Why his security looked up at me? (laughs) I felt that eye on the left. He was like, "Mm, okay. We're a lot more emotional in how we act out sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Like, we activate it different. We feel more compelled to, like, everybody needs to feel my feelings. Yeah. (laughs) You know, whereas men will be like, I feel some type of way about this. I'm going to go over here Mm -hmm. and deal with it because I don't even want you to know. That I had feelings yeah, about this. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's a, I don't know why we can't just get past certain things. With our group, it's just like we always be a stand in standoffs. It's like, <laughs> fucker, fucker. I don't care. I'm not doing this. So what keeps y'all still doing this? Well, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but I would definitely say for me, it became... And that's been since um, we got back together. We got back together, what was it, six years ago? Well, let me say I was you there. Know. Oh, you were? I went to a show. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went to a show at the Greek Theater. Ooh. And it was a show where it was y'all, SWV, Jagged Edge, mm. and Drew Hill. What was this? When I feel we like we were it... young or recent? Were you not there? Oh, no. Mm-mm. It was a great performance. <laughs> Okay. Even if you weren't, well, what I was going to say was. I don't know. When was this? I mean, I was far back. So, so I really feel like you were there. But what I was going to say was that of everyone who performed, y'all were the only one who had a cohesive performance. 
Like y'all had the outfits, y'all had choreo, like everybody else. And I'm an SWV fanatic, but they were very much it like had to be since that we are. I had to have been there. You were there. Because I feel like I, the reason I put Drew Hill in quotes was because it's like Cisco and Friends. I said that too. <laughs> I said that too. It is so crazy. I saw them perform at uh, Portia's wedding recently. And I was like, who are those people? That's not And no they were count. like, those are all of the people who have ever performed as Drew Hill. So all the replacement people. And yeah. so I was like, oh, that is like. You're also just like, everyone is very young. And you're like, it doesn't, it, like, I was looking, and I was like, that's not jazz. That, is that yeah. Woody? That's not Woody. That's not <laughs> No, Nokio. but Woody doesn't even look like himself anymore. Oh, really? Because I was like, who is that guy? And they were like, that's Woody. And I was like. Well, Woody was also in Woody. the group feeling some type of way. You know, like, Woody was the group member who I feel like thought he could go solo. And he could not go solo. Uh, yeah, well, he looked very much like he I've had like this solo. big hat and these That's big solo behavior. boots. That's solo behavior. I mean, it was giving very much the I'm funk an artist. band. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. I can see that. Yes. The only one I had recognized was Cisco. But then Jazz came up for like a song and went back and sat down. Well, he's not. He wasn't healthy for a while. Well, I guess that's so maybe why he that doesn't perform it. the whole show. Now, it wasn't as bad as when I saw Shy perform, and in the middle of the show, one of the brothers left the stage. Now, y'all be singing a cappella. You can't do that, because now that, that note is not there. And he, he was like, left. Out of- just left. <laughs> he was gone. And then he came back. And I'm just like, what happened? And then when they finished the song, uh, he was like, my bad, y'all. I had to go to the bathroom. Did ya? Well, Did ya? Well, it, shit happens. I've been on the literally. stage. Listen, <laughs> I, I had a full, like, at South by Southwest one time, I was literally singing like, Dah! and I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh no! I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up. And I turned to the drummer and I was like, "Please just keep drumming. If I have to exit, just keep drumming." He's like, "Okay, okay." And then yeah, them fish tacos, they did me dirty. But I finished the show. Well, he did finish. You said he. Came I back. stepped. I stepped off. Yeah, yeah. We both, you know, because the show goes on. The I mean, maybe that's why on. y'all stay in the group because the show must go on. Oh yeah. Well, that's basically what I was saying. Like what I have learned since in my adulthood it's like now i just really think about it that we have one of those groups that could be like a legacy group that can perform forever and ever you have hits yeah and then like when i see groups like i don't know like the oj's or if if, if lionel richie sometimes come out and does a show like right his fans still come out for him and cool I, the gang yeah their fans still come out for them and i feel like our group has that and mm-hmm. so I would love to see that continue. So with that, I have to like nurture it a little bit. I have to. Now I ain't gonna say that, that I could be performing all year round just doing escape shows because obviously I got of other course. dreams and different things I'm trying to make happen. But I definitely feel like you know I need to nurture it. Meaning we had to do so many shows a year at least and keep you put the so much into game. it. Mm-hmm. I feel like at a certain point you're just like cut the shit, y'all. We done put our, like, life into this. Like, mm-hmm. now that you're telling me you were 14, we have put our whole life into this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that we're doing right now that we have put this much time into. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
let's figure out how to sustain this without killing each other. <laughs> well, it's not as easy as you make I it. Know. Why not? Yeah, Why can't I, we all go to therapy together? Why? <laughs> it's a lot. Have of... y'all done that? Have y'all gone to counseling? Mm, as a group? Yeah. No, no we haven't. That's a show. You should pitch that. Oh, child, no. <laughs> I don't think I could take it. <laughs> Listen, doing well, that anyone show in the, does so anyone in the group? Does anyone in the group go to therapy? I think Tamika said she's been going. Do you go to therapy? No. Really? Why you say it like it's surprising or something? Because I feel like at this point, it's so common. I, I also live in California. Everybody goes to therapy in Yeah, LA. girl, you're in LA. But I'm in Atlanta. You are in ATL. <laughs> but it's just such a helpful thing and like as as you're talking about like having to deal with the dynamics of a bunch of broads like, <laughs> like therapy ends up helping you just like not take on other people's mess which is incredibly difficult not to do mm-hmm. when you look at your face <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that it's not good i'll just remember. you're also on real housewives of atlanta like i don't know how you have not gone to therapy just from being on that show listen last year was a very tough year for me I'm telling you, it was a very tough year for me because I went straight from filming the Escape show. So we started in the summer, right? Going all the way through to whatever, end of September. Mm -hmm. And then we started Housewives like the very next week. I did not get any breaks in between. So I did the Escape SCBV show all the way through, did Housewives all the way through up until this end of January. And... With no breaks. And I promise you, I was so stressed and so like, that I was cussing everybody out. Like, I promise you, I was going in on people for the entire last part of 2022 on and off camera. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you looking at me like, why do I need therapy? (laughs) I mean, I probably could have used some therapy. (laughs) No, it's just, I, I did try to do therapy once with my mom. And I remember thinking... Walking out, I was like, oh, that went well. Like, you know, it was a great talk. And then she started cussing me out and then talked to me for two weeks. So I was like, this therapy that means shit it doesn't work. It didn't work. That means it worked. It didn't work. She didn't want to go back. It worked because it got her to see shit that she didn't want to see. And that's mm-hmm. why she was cursing you no, out. No, she was making it seem like I did something to her in the therapy yeah, place. It worked. Like, that's no. unfortunate. Because mm-hmm. that's really how it works. Like, you... Our parents get triggered because... Therapy makes them feel like they weren't good parents because things come out and then it feels like, oh, I, you know, you're disrespecting me. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not disrespecting you. Like, we're here together. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, <laughs> now I'm about to do my own therapy session. But I will say, like, every time somebody comes on this show, I make it a point to be like, have you gone to therapy? And the number one reason is because all black people need therapy. Okay. All black Americans need therapy because... Why do just black people need therapy? <laughs> because black people have uh, PTSD before we even leave the womb. Oh, okay. And we have, like, trauma in our DNA. So the... Yes. Look at... Do I need to go here? Friend. <laughs> okay. I did. You don't think we do? No. Oh, it's proven. In our DNA? Yeah. Before we even leave the womb? Yes. How? Because emotion and the way that our body reacts to things metastasizes in our cells. Let's say like you're afraid of dogs. That started at some point. Okay. At some point you got afraid of dogs because something happened and you may not even remember because you may have been too young, but something happened where your brain Mm -hmm. made a timestamp with, um, I think it's cortisol is the actual like. But that's something during that lifetime. So, so that's in your cells now. 
So okay. now when you have kids, they're going to be scared of that, dogs. Well, it passes on in <laughs> your cells, the trauma. And so you can laugh, but there's like literal studies that have been done about this. And it really speaks to the fact that like black people, we have such a unique experience, not just in our own like time in life, but we are mm-hmm. carrying. That's when we say we carry the ancestors with us. And okay. so when we talk about therapy, a lot of times when we talk about this whole like generational curses, that's what they mean. I feel you, friend. But OK, so what about when you have mixed race Friends like yourself. I am not mixed race. You I don't know aren't? why the fuck people keep why saying that to me. Do I, I need to bring the pictures that. of my mama and my daddy? God damn. Okay, you're not mixed race. I'm sorry. <laughs> but let's say for somebody who is mixed race, right? They have the DNA from both sides. You think so, these, these white people also have fucked up DNA too? No, no, no. no. Who? These evil white people? Well, right, but that's why I said, why does it just have to be just black people? I'm just saying that black people are the ones who don't be going to therapy. These white folks be in therapy. We the ones who be like, I don't need therapy. I'm good. Not everybody. Not everybody. I'm just saying that they don't have a stigma about it the way we do. I'm not saying I have a stigma, but... Because in the black community for a long time, it's been like, nah, Mm -hmm. you can't go to therapy. You crazy. That makes you crazy. So you can't do that. Right, right. And then we also have a thing where it's like... Like you just said about your mom, like mm-hmm. my mom is the same way. Like she don't mm-hmm. want to go to therapy because then it's like, who the hell is this person to tell me about my life? <laughs> I don't want to talk to nobody to just come and try and tell me about what I have experienced. What the hell is she think she is? And then now it's a whole other thing. And I'm like, right, see, right. we was coming here to heal. God damn. We was coming here to heal. But I think that ultimately what it is is really just teaching you like ways in which you have learned to behave that aren't necessarily in your best interest. And I think a lot of us mm-hmm. don't even realize that. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. can't imagine being in a group with people for this long there's so many bad habits (laughs) it's tough i mean we it's a lot of things that we end up discussing over the course of the show it comes up what's something you discussed allegedly somebody (laughs) i ain't trying to get sued now Mm -hmm. um that allegedly somebody was taking money (laughs) did that come up because someone brought it up or it came out some of the things that were being talked about is something that, you know, we had already dealt with or already knew about from a long time ago. But then one of the issues was about somebody getting side money from one of the promoters. And that was something that we learned during the course of filming the show. So it was multiple things. So one thing that came out because they were upset and they start talking about something that already happened that you know, everybody kind of been had knew but never really discussed. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was, you know, something that we learned about during the course of the show. Yeah. How did that get dealt with? It didn't get dealt with. <laughs> it didn't get dealt with. And that's our problem. I feel like we have these arguments, we have these fights, and then we just brush things under the rug just to mm. do the show or to get the show done, you know, or because we know we have something that we have to do but we never really did therapy 
that's where the therapy would have helped, right? Coping mechanism. But Res- conflict resolution. Right. But I think certain things, realistically, I don't know, because I'm kind of different like that. When I know that you've done something wrong to me, and that is, to me, certain things, I shouldn't even have to deal with you anymore. I don't give a damn about the therapy. Like, I should just be able to just say, you know what? You're just not the type of person that. I right. Because like. there's a difference between being like funny style and shady. Right. right like exactly. sometimes people move funny and you're like, see that thing you're doing? That's funny right there. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, we can discuss it. But certain yeah. things I feel like, and then especially when the other person doesn't own it, you know, it's just like kind of like it's hard to discuss at that point. Because it's like at this point, you just think I'm stupid <laughs> and, uh, and um, I'm not. So, you know, certain things, it's just hard. It's just hard to get past. And certain things you have to like, I guess, like even when you're dealing with families, sometimes you just have to make the decision that I'm going to forgive you anyway, even yeah. though you are dead ass wrong. Yeah, I'm in it right now. <laughs> right. But it's just like sometimes when things keep happening over and over, you just get tired. It's exhausting. Yeah. And you're like gaslighting yourself. Because <laughs> you're like, I keep showing up for this shit. Yeah. And I feel like, <laughs> and, and I mean, I especially Who feel can like. I run to? Ha, I especially be feeling like I'm playing myself sometimes because I'm just like, this shit ain't even enough money for me to be dealing with this. Like, I'm like, I can make this money. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're literally but, making the money sitting here. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean. I'm not charging you for this. No, I'm just no but you, but you, you manufacture things. But you get my point. I 1000% get your point. That was me at the real. Right. Exactly. I'm not making enough money for this shit. Exactly. And, but it's like, because I feel like we have to continue to escape name. Listen, I always I say there's like, there's three sides to every career choice. Mm-hmm. There's the money. There's the people. There's the content. Mm-hmm. For the most part, Two of them joints got to be in place for it to be worthwhile. But ever so often, only one of them is in place mm-hmm. and you still got to do it. Mm-hmm. That was me with Insecure. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't get along with the people on the show. They, mm-hmm. That's not fair to say I didn't get along with them. But, like, we just weren't the same kind of gals. Mm-hmm. The money was great eventually. Mm-hmm. And the content, I think, you know, sometimes I loved it. Sometimes I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it was like... A brand. It's an iconic show, and I just saw how much it did for Black folks, and people loved it. Yeah. You know, so it became bigger than just like my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how you talk about Escape. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely Escape is bigger than me. You know, I feel like it's bigger than either one of us. So with that being said, I you know I feel like we try to keep it going because when all else is gone, you know, if we're not trying to do any other job, we can still like because. At the end of the day, we love being on stage. We love performing, you know, for our fans or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, if all else fails, like, we can always go do shows and and take care of our family and be chilling, you know? But the problems of trying to be on one page with business, that's what makes it so hard for me. I feel like art and commerce always have a tough time coming together. Like, just even, like, as a solo person. Like, it's just, like, sometimes it can be very difficult to make, like, okay, this is the art I want to make align with, like, this is the money I want to make. And, like, mm-hmm. how do I do it in the same time? Right. To do that with three other people mm-hmm. is damn near impossible. Right. And also, I also would say, like, right now, we're just different in different headspaces of what we want to be doing as well. What do you want to be doing? 
Well, well uh, you're, I feel like you're doing it. Yeah, I, I'm doing what I want to do, but I'm just saying as far as like all the things that I want to do don't necessarily just focus around escape. You know Absolutely what I'm saying? Not. Like, I see the sketches. Like, <laughs> I, I just have like all these things that I'm going after at the same time. So it's like scheduling wise, I may not be able to do all the things that this group member wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, this group member likes to vacation a lot. <laughs> you know, maybe all the stuff that we were trying to do may not align with her schedule, what she's trying to do. So it's like this member may want to do this. So it's just like each member is in a different space, you know, and sometimes they just don't line up at the same time. Now you've worked with a number of other like very high profile groups that also had a lot of success. Like, Mm -hmm. do you feel like there were things that you may have either learned from watching their dynamic or like ways in which you feel like they had a different type of solution finding process or is it just personalities or was it all the same? I feel like it's the same a lot. Really? I just really don't know because I think pre-social media, no one ever really knew about folks. Right. <laughs> well, I don't really try to go into anybody else's business because you can't really speak on other people's situations. But I mean, you know, I worked with Destiny Child right before their split mm-hmm. with the Latavia. Latavia and Latoya. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, I kind of was hearing the things that were happening. So, I mean... You know, I feel like every group has its situation and their stuff, right? Yeah. Back in the day, you know, TLC with Left Eye God Rest Her Soul. Remember, she used to be on TV talking about she challenging her group members to see who could come out with the best solo album. Like, <laughs> like they always used to have some type of drama right. that was very public, you know. So it's a lot of that. It is. In every group. I don't feel like I see... Do we see the same with male groups? Um, Yeah, some of them. I mean, you know, obviously, New Edition has had different changes throughout their career, but they've always kept the group going. Yeah. But, you know, they, they put out a couple members. A couple of them came back. And, you know, I guess they are the most public with their stuff. Right. Because I feel like Drew Hill, like, we just, like saw changes but we never knew like why like we all of a sudden know. there was just an album and it was like who are these niggas right <laughs> <laughs> and they singing I love you and I yeah. was like alright yeah they was hitting the move and everything <laughs> the tell me what you want move yeah, I, was I was like, like okay. okay they learned the choreo mm-hmm. and they are in the group now oh. wearing all leather and do-rags well, I like literally went online to research all the new members I was like okay now <laughs> who is that but you know what? That's what the Temps did. Like the Temptations. Right. They kept it going. You see whatever phase of Temptations they have. They like, always used to be like, nobody's bigger than the group. I mean, the name becomes the group, right? Mm-hmm. Like I saw Cool and the Gang recently and it was like, they're playing the songs. I don't think this is cool. This definitely ain't the gang, but they playing ah! the songs. And that's when they start getting older. <laughs> and then you got to remember, it's like all those replacement members, when they start getting older, some of them replacement members have been there in a decade, two decades. They've been So there. they feel like this they group. Right, right, point. right. They've been down. Mm-hmm. They've been down. I really think that it's really interesting to me to hear about like the process with new groups because you've done this with your group. Like mm-hmm. when you started with these new groups, was there anything you went into the new group saying like, this is what we not going to do. This is the mistake that we not going to make that escape made. Ooh, 
I think I probably did that with a couple of the other ones that has already broken up. Yeah. But what were the thoughts? Well, my thoughts are eventually every group is going to fall apart, right? But I think they need to go into it saying, I'm going to give it at least three albums. Okay. I think you should give yourself like a time period to be dedicated to the group. Mm. Even if you have a solo endeavor or whatever, whatever, I think you need to like if it's a moment where they can say, okay, I know that it'll be okay for me to check out my other things I want to do at this point. Cool. But if you don't really have a realistic conversation that this may come about, then how do you ever tell a group that's making hits? Yeah, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's my time. It's (laughs) It's my <laughs> like how do you it say right. because everybody else is gonna be like you're crazy we get into this money da, 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 da. but if they go into it thinking okay we're only gonna be here for two albums or we're only gonna be here for three albums then we could dedicate ourselves yes. to that and make that happen but if they start feeling like seeing you doing you work a room, you doing secret stuff and ain't telling people you going in the studio, ain't telling nobody why you there. You, you know, you, you doing little sideways stuff. Like, you know, it's like, mm, I don't like how you moving. You know, the music business is also just so shady and people have accepted that. Like mm-hmm. people have very much just accepted like, well, this is the music business. Right. So I can do shady things and that's fine because we've all agreed that the that's music what the industry is. to me is so different than television and film business. How? <laughs> the business. The people in TV and film is like, okay, we have your time cards. We have this. You know you're getting your check. It's right? a union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, music industry, yeah, bring that brown paper bag and that cash on over here. Like, you have different people that move in different ways. Let me tell you something. I did a record with Q-Tip. Like, gangsta. I did a song with Q-Tip called Man, Woman, Boogie. And, I mean, he was like, come to the studio. I want you to sing the hook. So I was like, all right. I came to see, I'm hyped, right? So I come to see, I'm like, getting down is something to do between woman and man. Okay, so we do the song. I think it may have been a good two years later. We were like at a restaurant chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, he asked me something about, so somehow the song came up. I was like, you know, I never, I, was I supposed to get paid for that? And he was like, you never got paid for that? And I'm like, I I don't, I was, I, I don't know. Was I supposed to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yes. But like, I didn't know mm-hmm. the business of the music business. Right. So and especially I, like for writers, they begin got all the time. Like I've been um, seeing like writers striking recently. Like writers, writers being upset. like, <laughs> cause like a lot of times. I don't know why I thought the writers royalties. were the ones that were going to get their money because they were there. Well, no, it depends on like what royalties. Well, you know, now things have changed with the way the royalties are being paid out because you know, the streaming or whatever. Like back, it was a little bit more like, okay, the label knew they had to pay out. But when I say they get got, I'm meaning like, say for instance, when they turn those split sheets in, they may not be getting their their rightful share or stuff Listen, like that. my man is a producer and an engineer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, niggas will register a song and take the whole credit for the song. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't produce the whole beat. <laughs> right. Yeah, people are doing So you that. have to, like, be watchful and mindful. Mm-hmm. But that's its own thing. Like, that's administration. Like, a lot of people, I feel like music business requires so much more admin mm-hmm. than TV and film. Yeah. And folks because are the least likely to really do it. Because they don't really be on it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was with CSAC, yeah. and I didn't know that I needed to, like, register my song. I mean, I knew I needed to register my songs, but I didn't understand why mm-hmm. it was important. And it was like, that's how you get 
a check. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So the business of music, you feel like, is just so willy-nilly. Oh, yeah. This is all over the place. Now that you've done other ventures. Yeah, because it's like everything else is way more professional. <laughs> like <laughs> Music industry, everybody is just kind of like, yeah, they, everybody's a gangster. Everybody wants to. And you from 90s playing. music industry, too. Yeah, so it's day different. I feel like there's a different movement now with the streaming and whatnot. So it's mm-hmm. it's like you can't really make money the same way. So I don't know if there's as many gangsters involved. I feel like yeah. the gangsters be the rappers now. They're like, it doesn't make sense for me to promote it. I'm just going to rap it. Well, yeah. Or either they may not be paying the royalties out. Like they collecting all the royalties because they put it up through their streaming service. And once they receive the money, they ain't been paying nobody. There it is. We just cracked a code. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so tell me another, like, I really like what you said about, like, when you were looking at these new groups, that the thought process of, like, make a commitment, like, to the group. Yeah, like, what's another, what's another, like, tip? Because, you know, the thing is, if you're sitting here saying there's no girl groups out here, that means that there's, like, a whole bunch of girl groups that are, like, forming right now. They're in somebody's <laughs> house. Like She's right. Mm-hmm. Let's make one right now. Mm-hmm. No, you off. You off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, um, I know they want to know. Well, I would also say. From the icon. Don't let. Don't let men get in the middle icon. of the business. I don't think nobody's man should be managing nothing in the group. <laughs> nobody's significant other should not be in the group's business. Why? Because they go messing because they got you thinking that you better than the rest of the group or either they're just they're thinking for themselves, their selves in you. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> their selves, though. <laughs> right. Um, it's also a conflict of interest. It's definitely a conflict of interest. It's just not unless good. we all fucking you. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. So I, I personally would say stay away from that. Now, would you say the same thing about a family member? Yeah, I would say that too because I mean, if it's a conflict of interest, it's just a conflict of interest. I hear that. I hear mm-hmm. that. Now, when you say don't let men get in the midst of the group, I will also, even though I have never been in a girl group, but I know mm-hmm. people who have. Mm-hmm. I would also like to add a caveat of like, you got to do what you're doing and handle your business and also handle your relationship and not let that infringe upon the responsibilities that you have to your business. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like some people start like, especially with women. Well, I they got, may start messing, you know, getting all lovey-dovey with somebody and then they drop everything they're supposed to be doing. That is so annoying when they be like, oh, I don't want to show. And I tell women that in business, period. 
Look, you got to be about your bag the same way that men are about their bag. Uh, women, women, sometimes they fall in love and they be like, call, um, girl, I ain't going to be able to make the studio right now. Da, 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 da. Guy, he's going to tell his girl, hey, babe, I'm going to be back. right back. I'm going to go get this bag. I'm coming right back. Girl, she want to um, call in sick. She want to call in late. She want to put everything second to whoever this dude she's fucking <laughs> right now. That is so annoying to me in any business because we got to be just as much about our money and our bag as they do. Because then when the relationship falls apart, if it falls apart, it's like, man, you just let your shit fall to the wayside. Can I just make a side point? This has nothing to do with uh, girl group dynamics. But have you heard about this uh, new thing of the stay-at-home girlfriend? What? What is it? Okay, that lets me know I'm not crazy. You saw her tell face? Me, tell me what it means. I've been seeing these on the TikToks. Have you seen these, Jamie, on the TikToks? It's the, like the, a day in the life of a stay-at-home girlfriend. And they're always like starting the day with like, first, I make coffee for me and Brad. Or I make coffee for me and Tamika. They're housewives, but they're girlfriends they're with with no real uh, connection to his bag. So if he decides to drop you, then you are back at your mama's house with that same coffee cup. Listen, like, girl, you do not Listen, get out of here. I, there was a video posted of a sister, and she was like a day in the life of a stay at home girlfriend, and she was on vacation. We didn't see the person, but she was on vacation, and she was just showing like that this is her lifestyle. And I put in the comments, "Wow, ambition looks different these days." The upside down smiley face, and girl, they ate me up. Why? Why, Amanda? You are so bitter. Why are you hating? You're supposed to be empowering black women. Why are you empowering tearing black women down? Black women to do what? To sit around and wait up for a dude to take care of you if he's not going to marry you. She's a lesbian. Or for a girl to take care of you and she's not going to marry you. I I have friends that are lesbians too. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it very much so where the one that was taking care of the other one was clearly out here in these streets, kicking it, meeting other people. And one day he even told um, the girl like, yeah, um, yeah, I decided I'm going to get with this one. You can move out at this time. (laughs) Like, you don't want to be in that situation where... Somebody can control you with the bag because regardless of what anybody says, that other person is controlling the situation. You're a tag along. Yeah, you're a tag along and you are pretty much at the mercy of them. Like they get to tell you how much they're giving you. They get to when tell, we're leaving. Yeah, they get to when we're coming, when we're going. Yeah, they get to dish out your allowance. I bet you, I don't know. You're not going <laughs> to tell me what I'm spending there or what I'm no. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Man, I don't understand how I'm... anybody can go through life like that because eventually when that person decides, if they decide to move on, you might get lucky. Then they y'all may stay together forever. But at the, at the end of the day, if you only the girlfriend, it's not giving me much hope for you, honey. <laughs> I mean, listen, my thing is like, be the girlfriend, but have your own situation like mm-hmm. if your situation is just being the girlfriend that's mm-hmm. not secure there's mm-hmm. nothing founded on that right mm-hmm. like i feel like there's i think if you put all that energy into yourself and going after the things you want you will get it i'll give a prime example of myself <laughs> i remember i was dating this dude he had money okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when, I was, um, money. when i was young you know um actually it was probably around the time the group was, you know, falling apart or whatever. Okay, so like early 20s. Yeah, okay. early 20s or whatever. 
And I was stressed. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I need to, um, you know, I need to be trying to figure this shit out. Like, mm-hmm. that was when I was telling Tiny, come on, let's try to do a dual project. I'm like, let's go write with these different people. Let's make demos. Let's do something, you know, to try to work on another yeah. project while this, this is, is falling fizzling. apart. Yeah. So I remember every day I was like having to go to the studio and he was like, you don't even have to worry about that. I got you this, this and that. I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to the studio Good for you. So anyway, I actually caught his ass cheating. Well, I didn't catch him. A friend of mine gave me some information and told me what he was doing. I was, I was told my mom, I was like, I was like, I'm not messing with him anymore and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, girl, you gonna leave that million dollar man. Uh, <laughs> you gonna leave that million dollar man. And um, at that time, I did not have millions. But I told my mama, I said, I'm going to make that money. I told my mama that. And Yo, within I, can you, two I, Did we years, capture her face? Like the face you just made? I was serious about it, too. I was like, fuck you. I'm going to make that money. <laughs> and my mama was like, oh, you just, I don't know what's it to you. And I remember I dropped his ass, sure enough. And I definitely, within like two years of that, I had the same a couple millions that he had showed me that was in his uh, little savings thing that he had. So I was like, if you focus on you and go after it, like we put that same energy into us because see, a lot of us, we tend, we nurture a lot of, of course, men to be the success that the they best are. Selves. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of women do that. That's of course. Do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Or And I don't want to just, you know, say to men, it's, you nurture whoever you're with. Yes, your to, partner. Yeah, your partner to be their best selves and to be successful or whatever. But I'm like, if they're not returning, reciprocating that energy into the things that you want and the things that you're going after in life, then it's like you putting all that into them and then you see them blow up and then what? Kind of like um, waiting to exhale when, you know, and um, mm. Mm. Angela Bassett. Uh, I answered the her, phone. Yeah, she did all that. It blew them up for I him to leave her. I put this company together. Exactly. And then what? Then she was left but to ask for a white girl. Right. So my point being, all that sitting around just being a kept girlfriend. Yeah, no. You Not, know, I mean, it's to each his own. We always have to say that. To each his own. And that's what makes you feel good. And that's what you like. And I'm not saying that, you know, women shouldn't be kept. I'm right. not saying I think that. That's the, I think that's what people misconstrued when I said that. They were like, what? who wants struggle? We're not promoting struggle, sis. And I'm like, well, I'm not promoting struggle. But I think that there's something to be said for us at this point in history really having the most access to our Mm -hmm. own security that we've ever had Mm -hmm. as women. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that you have this many companies, right? And Mm -hmm. you are able to be the one deciding about how they operate. Like Mm -hmm. women couldn't have checking accounts as recent as 1975. Like that's when we were able to- That is crazy when you think about it. (laughs) Like, and to bring it back to therapy, we couldn't go to therapy and have our records private. Your husband- would have a side call with your mm-hmm. therapist to find out what you was talking about in right. therapy. <laughs> like, right, right. If you see Mad Men, then you know. Right. But like, it's like, so I think for me, I just be feeling like, stand up. 
Stand up. You know now, unless this is like some, uh, you know, situation where he's already put millions in an account <laughs> with your, just your name on it. Just your name. The caveat. Yes. Yeah. That's different. I had another situation. Tell me. My younger years. Okay. Before marriage. Clearly. Candy for uh, us. The so, you know, I, I lived a life before I was married. Okay. Ditto. But anyway, I want to do a whole podcast. It's called Men and Managers about uh, uh, my previous life. Uh, who child? I'll invite you that. on. So anyway, um, this guy that I was dating, and at the time I was single, but I did, I had a child. I already had Riley at the time, okay. but she was young. I remember he was like, you know, I want you to have a child with me and I'll put a That was the pitch? Yeah, like he literally sat down out this whole discussion how you wanted me to have a kid with him and he was going to put $100,000 in account right up front. It was like, $100,000? What is that going <laughs> to do for me? That was no money. I was like, first of all, I don't like this. Do I look like I should just be a baby mama to you? No. I was highly offended. That's okay? the other thing. Like what made him feel like that was like a course that you were willing to go? Yeah, I was like, did I look like I just want to be a that's baby That's a Nick mama? Cannon proposal. That's not, yeah. Oh like, my gosh. I, I, now that's my homie. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to. my homie too. Like that don't mean it don't make sense. But, but, but that's just, what it, it is. Just weird it's like, me. do you want, it's a, it's a transaction. Yeah. I was just like, kind of like weirded out by the whole situation. I was just like, yeah, like this was not cool to me. I was highly mm. offended and upset by it that he felt like that was my goals in life just to, you know. It's weird to me that someone could hang out with you and then come to that conclusion though. I, I, it was weird to me too. Because I had a whole house that I had gotten on my own. <laughs> I was young, but I still was, you know, had things, you know. So I was just like, that is not like you had to be sitting like having millions in an account with just my name on it that you can't take back. That would make me even consider consider just sitting around like what is this going to do for me? With I think a lot of human. I think that a lot of women, especially, you know, you hear all these people when they're like, oh, she struck it big when girls have get pregnant by certain guys. Yes. They don't realize that a lot of times. When women have children by high-profile men, they don't always get the type of child support that we hear, right? Every now and then, you may hear somebody get some real child support. Right. But on average, somebody, like, say, for instance, even if somebody, let's say in Atlanta, mm-hmm. if somebody got, like, 5000 that's a lot of money in child support, right? 5000 But that ain't really no money when you think about it. If that's all you're living off of. And if that person's making millions a year. Yeah, like, that ain't really no money because if you get in a nice place, even if you got $10,000 a month, if you had a nice place, you you going out to eat, you doing it like that money is gone quick. You, you know what I'm saying? But people think that's an actual life choice. Like I have had a child with this rich man it's, and now I am a kept person. And those years go by quick. And when those years go by, <laughs> then what? He could just say, I'm not giving you no more money because the kid is grown and what you doing? I mean, listen, on my 18th so. birthday, my father sent a child support check that had happy birthday in the message. He couldn't in the wait. Memo. Couldn't wait. All right. Couldn't wait. This conversation went totally with Liv. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. 
They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How do you feel like most girl groups come into the situation? Like, what is the mindset? Like, what is the fantasy that you feel like most girl groups come into it with? Oh, everybody comes into it just like having a dream. Oh, I want to, you know, have a number one record. I want to be platinum and sell millions of records and have millions of fans and millions of dollars. Right. That's the dream. Mm -hmm. And then what do you think is the first thing that starts to crumble from Mm. that dream? It's the outside people coming in. Oh, you're saying the first thing they drunk. Yeah, like when, like, because uh, I feel like we come in, like, we're going to have a hit record. We're going to be best friends. We're going to have, we're going to talk. Oh, the world. you start arguing. You just definitely <laughs> start arguing about any and everything. What dress and- to wear to it and what you Did you just really say that? We honestly, <laughs> she's like, we didn't argue. <laughs> She wasn't even talking to us at the time. And she had a separate stylist, honey. So nobody, it was not an argument. (laughs) It was not an argument. We tried to have the same stylist. We did not. The stylist had a conversation. They told her we was wearing, what is it? Uh, Rhinestones. Or like diamonds and gold or whatever. Yeah, similar to this. And she said she was going to have on gold. I mean, she didn't. Her stylist. stylist. So that was not an argument. That was a decision. A decision of your own that ended up and the fans took took it a whole different way. Well, baby, the fans is always gonna take it and And I was so like really I was getting so annoyed at that time because I kind of felt like it was being some very much bullshit served to the fans as if we were trying Who was serving to. it to them. The media or just PR? I felt like the PR of my group member. <laughs> I oh, really? felt like or okay. her team mm-hmm. i felt like they were trying to give a perception Des- yeah that we purposely try to leave her out of the loop with whatever we were doing at the time well one thing i appreciate about you is you gonna come on the internet and be like are y'all listening that was not the case <laughs> that was absolutely not the case i, I do not want to be caught up in this distortion of the facts no, I honestly was trying to not comment on it that much at the time. And it was just getting, it was trying to, it was kind of being a lot. Because I just kind of felt like we have so much that is going to come out and air when the show airs. But it was like, you should have heard our group members talking. We was like, oh, I can't wait till they can fucking see this show so they can know. <laughs> <laughs> we are not the problem. <laughs> so are you excited about the show? Hmm. Well, I have not seen it. Is that normal that you don't see the cut? Yeah, we never get to see it until like the week that it airs. But this, this, okay, this weekend is the first episode that's going to air. The network, the agent, whatever, who's also my agent, they are purposely, uh, and Mona, they are purposely not showing us the episode because they know we have to do interviews together these next couple of days and they don't want anybody to get like upset and not want to do the interviews. So they have not even shown us the first episode yet. How do you live in that? Like, that's a dynamic. I don't think I, I not I don't think. I know that I could not manage that dynamic where people are keeping something from me. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, I almost cussed his ass out today. Because he was like, uh, you can't watch the show. And then he got to tell Jamie that she could go over there and watch the show because we trying to do speak on it before this yeah. weekend. And telling her she can go watch the show, but she can't take her phone to record it. But I thought he was saying, like, I couldn't take my I 
the fuck are you talking to? Like, I'm a grown ass woman. Don't tell. How you gonna tell me <laughs> that I? He was like, Well, I wasn't talking to you. Y'all was talking to Shay. She grown too. She is. It's like, what the hell you mean? Like, we gotta go sneak and video our sh- my group <laughs> show. Like that. I was so hot. <laughs> like, he was like, he had to go smoke because I had made him upset. I was like. But it's not cool, man. I get really frustrated in these situations, just like anybody. I know a lot of people are like, how do you continuously do this? Um, I think the pros have outweighed the cons for me as far as like, you know, being able to connect in my, with my fans in such a yeah. way and really like opening up the world to, yes. you know, getting to know who I am. So that in itself is worth something. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you the stress, there's a lot of stress involved in being on reality TV, especially with my group members, because I take things to heart in a different way with my group members than more so than what I do with the girls on Housewives. Oh, I would. Exp- of course. Right. It's like the things when they say something to me, like the emotions and the anger is like, yeah, yes! you know, it's that, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but y'all known each other since y'all y'all have yeah y'all have like thirty year conflicts. Mm-hmm. So like we do every time that comes up, it's, you're pulling from so far back. The fuck out of me is when we we have not discussed a thing, <laughs> and then it's still coming. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? This is so annoying. That's not, I can't But like we that. know we have to do yeah. this stuff together. So it's like, we can't be around each other and not even greet, I suppose. But <laughs> I suppose. But well, sometimes I commend you. Feeling like that. Mm-hmm. I commend you. Here's a random question before we play this game. Do you feel like in your relationship, you handle conflict the same way that you do with your group? With my husband? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. My husband and I, we really don't even argue that often. When we do, because I mean, <laughs> I am a pro of being very, um, I'm laid back until I'm not. Okay. Okay. So, and a lot of things don't bother me. Right. So I pick and choose my battles, meaning like, if it doesn't really bother me, yeah. I just let him have it. I I'm a Taurus. You. He's a Leo. So oh, his that's a lot. He's very, okay. very strong in everything he wants. So most of the time, I just, you know, try to let him have it. But if it's something that I feel strongly about, yes. then I push the point. And sometimes we can have like serious, you know, like I'll have a serious blow up, you know, at one point. And then, but he's very good at wanting to talk about it later. And I will not talk. Oh, you're one of those? I'm one of those. I get in my head and uh, and then I'm like, I don't even want to talk. Nah, because I feel like, <laughs> especially if you catch me when I'm feeling it the most, and then because I feel like I'm going to say something that's very disrespectful. Oh, So I just be like, you have to let me calm down, walk away, okay, and then come back. So okay. he's good at like, you know, timing that timing out. that out when... I get to that level. But it's very rare with him that I get to that That's level. Dope. But we do have our moments. Everyone, we all do. Yeah, we have... Um, I think we do very well for us to be very strong. Um, That's a lot of energy. 
strong. Taurus and Leo. It's a lot yes, of very, very. Yeah. And he's very, he wants everything his way. Yes. Most men do. I don't even yeah. think that's a Leo thing. Ugh, I don't know. Most men are he's like, serious. I'm here. Now what? Yeah. Well, he's very, um, <laughs> he's very strong about his opinions. So, um, you know, I just try to like let him have it. But I guess with my group members, I've been better at it in my older years mm-hmm. of trying to um, pick the battles, you know, whatever, you know, def- deflect. Uh, I had decided when was diffuse, this? defer. The year that we, um, what was that? That was that a year ago? You know, Well, going on two years ago. That the versus year when we did the versus with SWV. Yep. That I was going to have a year of yes with them. Okay, Shonda. Meaning, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I felt like they were always trying to make it seem like I was the problem or I was stopping them from doing stuff. So, or I was not being cooperative. Mm-hmm. So I started, I told myself, because I had took it like a little break where I, they were just doing the shows, just three of them and all of that stuff. So I wasn't really. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I wasn't really. After we did the big tour, it wasn't any fallout or nothing, but mm-hmm. I was just Busy. had other things yeah. that I wanted to do. And I knew they still wanted to perform and make money, which mm-hmm. is important. So, but anyway, they asked me to. So I said, I am going to. Just letting them have it every time. See how it goes. How'd it go? They arguing with each other. <laughs> like, no, meaning <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, y'all want to do the verses? At the time, I didn't really want to do the verses because I, I felt like we didn't have anything set up for ourselves to benefit from. It wasn't like no new single, new album dropping, oh, okay. new tour dropping. It to wasn't anything. to like Because everybody that was doing the verses that really benefited had something right after that, right after to yeah. promote. So I'm like, what are we promoting? What are we doing? Nothing. But okay, <laughs> we can do this. Year of yes. <laughs> Year of yes. Let's go. So then they wanted, um, they had a manager that they wanted to use. I didn't even know this person, but sure. Year of yes. Year of yes. This is what you guys want. Okay. Then, oh, this is what we want for business management. Now, I already knew that person, but they weren't my financial manager, but I knew them. But if that's what you guys want, so be it. (laughs) (laughs) Go right ahead. And then as the year went on, year and a half, yeah, it went to shit, especially this past summer. So we're back to, so now we're back to a year. Yeah, we don't have a manager. Okay. Well, Well, one member has a manager. Yes, she has a manager. Right. Right. That's the great way to put it. She has a manager. Yeah. The rest of us, we, our agent is just handling everything for us now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it, yeah, no. That's it became, s- and that's sucks. the weird thing. When one person has more of a relationship, you're, you know, more communication doing things, like it starts feeling like, okay, who's, Who's the point person? Yeah. Are you only looking out for this person? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? You know, and it just was a lot. Mm, yeah. So when it comes to the girl groups, any advice? <laughs> Don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I always... Well, here, actually, you know what? Because you kind of answered that. Would you do it again? 
Yeah, I wouldn't change the things that I've done in my life. I, I appreciate every step of the way. What would you have done differently? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, with our group, I definitely would have wanted us to write more in the beginning. Okay. Not to say, I mean, I appreciate everything that Jermaine was doing for us or whatever, but I felt like we should have been trying to write more, especially on the second and third album. But we was he was let us write like a line here. <laughs> The line there, you get yeah. like two percent on this song. Three, it ain't really. Oh, so more so for like the bag of it all. Hell yeah! Because yeah. after I, you know, Once left you, the group, when I really started writing, writing for people, uh-huh. and I started seeing those royalty checks, I'm like, we should have <laughs> been doing this. <laughs> on top of that, I feel like we should have been performing and touring more mm. at a younger and when back in the heyday of our younger years like we didn't really tour a lot we didn't we did like one tour on the first album one tour on the second album we didn't tour at all on the third album we did some spot dates but not like a full tours you know but why we did not like being on the road like that like we would go do what we had to do to do the promotions or for like for three months and then we'd be done whereas like really that's where artists makes their money yeah and but I mean, and their fans like that's where you really build your core. Yeah, but there was a lot of things that you know went wrong. One of our accountants had got us for some money when we were young. Yeah, it was a mess. Um, those things, but you know, I guess we had to live and learn because we were still young coming into this. Mm-hmm. So those things, I guess, you know, couldn't be prevented. That's not something you have to learn along the way, unfortunately. But yeah, there was a lot of things that I probably would have changed. A lot, actually. <laughs> well, we just got two of them, and those were gems. The last dose. Candy, it's been such a treat. Well, thank such you. a treat. Y'all, Candy came to my house. Candy came to my house. Her house is beautiful, y'all. Thanks, Kians. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. We did a seven-month renovation. <laughs> Ooh, really? Yeah. Yes, of the kitchen. So I'm actually going to show you all the kitchen just so I can make it myself feel like the money was worth it. Mm. Um, but the show, you pushed through. You made it happen. Mm-hmm. When can they watch? Where can they watch? Sunday nights on Bravo. What, is it? what time is it going? 9 o'clock or 9.30? So this Sunday night, I think it comes on at what? I mean, people going to stream. Yeah, it's coming on, on Bravo. And what's the name of the show? It's called SWV and Escape, the Queens of R&B. There you have it. SWV and Escape, the Queen. Was there a crown ever decided by the end? Mm -mm. We had a debate about um, who should end the show. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to watch the show to know how that debate ended up. Exactly. There you have (laughs) it. (laughs) Who would you think? (laughs) <laughs> who would end the show? Well, who ended the show that you saw us do? You said you saw us do a Y'all show. Y'all did. Oh, okay. Y'all <laughs> ended the show. Which honestly surprised me because I was like, oh. It surprised you? It did because I had seen them like be tour. Like, I feel like they've consistently been touring. Like, I've seen them a number of times. Were they ending? They were, well, they were always the second to last. Oh. Um, they were always the second to the last. And then they kept saying, Escape's first show's back. Their first show's back. And so I was like, oh, they're coming back and they're coming back right before. Because it was Keith Sweat. That's who was headlining. Keith Sweat mm. was headlining. And I don't think I was on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's Keith Sweat. I love Keith Sweat. I don't know if you were on that show or not. 
I don't remember you missing, but mm. I, what I do remember is that regardless of the dynamics and the bullshit and all of the tomfoolery that therapy could help, you guys really were on stage as a cohesive unit. And I remember <laughs> being thoroughly impressed well, and being you. like, they was rehearsing. Like, that's what said, that's what I literally said in my mind. Like, they was at rehearsal. Well, thank you. Did you all rehearse? Uh, yeah, we do rehearse. There you go. Not enough. I feel like we should re- rehearse more. But we do rehearse. Well, listen. You we take pride in our shows. Now, that's something we do. You weren't out there looking like Dipset on Versus, okay? Ah! Did you just... <laughs> Shout to Harlem. 